too strong? Too hot. Hot to trot, oh, yeah. No? All right. Perfect. Oh, a little echo going on there. Yeah. Oh, I'm no. in here. Right, it's coming in. Uh, I think I'm hearing it through from you, maybe. You got your speaker. You got that speaker rolling again? How's that? Oh, Better? it's perfect. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love the speaker action. Yeah. All right. Wow. <laughs> well, we're, we finally made it. A little technical difficulty. Slow roll today coming home uh, in the traffic, dude. I. Uh, Scored a screw in the old back tire on the way in this morning. Oof. Went out to leave from work and had the total full-on flat. Just sitting there uh, waiting for me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Heartbreak. <laughs> what a bummer way to end the day, man. Uh, I would have blamed the Ukrainians. Not only that, started my day, <laughs> uh, I did blame the Ukrainians. Uh, how'd you know? I blamed Zelensky. <laughs> Damn you, Zelensky. <laughs> Absolutely. I uh, forgot my keys this morning, going to work. I had to wait for another guy to let me in. It, it was just a tough day all around. And then, uh, you know, coming into the, the old workshop here for the podcast. And, uh, of course, technical difficulties galore. Nothing's working. I'm finally getting some clips going on. My cat decides to just jump onto all the equipment and disrupt all the, uh, you know, harmony going on with the wires. Had to restart. Reconnect, reclip, it all worked out. It's not though. even bad luck. That's just owning a cat. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a fool. You. I am. That's right. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. You know, and uh, either way, still vague. In some way, I made the time frame that I had hoped for for the uh, 4:45. Not too bad, right? We've yeah, done worse. We've done worse. There's no doubt. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Yeah, well, happy uh, Thursday. I hope you're thirsty, my friends. We finally made it. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, I could not find a clip to save my life. <clears throat> but apparently, April 24th, Google this, please, to verify I'm not full of shit. Uh, I'm sorry, August 24th, the day most Americans call, into si- call in sick. So I saw that on NPR. What, what is this? Is this for real? How do they have statistical backing to prove this? They, I, they, it's from data from 300 companies that have more than 10,000 employees. And so today, August 24th, 24th. everybody uh, just universally is like, I'm not going in today. That's about 1% of your workforce will call in sick on August 24th. That's pretty crazy, man. So that's really weird, right? Yeah, like what's with the day? I don't know. There are weird days when you really when you start to dig into it. Like there's days that like most there's always like a, like there's a day where every year the most people have heart attacks. Oh, really? See, this must be seismolo- you know, seismological or something to do with the Earth's gravitational pull mm. and you know yeah. the relation to the sun and the moon no. and all that. No, no, no? all right. No. Oh man, no. I'm way off, dude. All right. It's because we're in a simulation and we've gotten to the point where we can't see the whole thing, but we're noticing patterns. We're smart enough to notice certain patterns. Wow. That's, that's a good call. I'm noticing a pattern, actually. Every time I'm stuck behind an asshole in traffic, they're on their phone. That's the pattern. Oh, thought, that's... <laughs> see the pattern? I you were going to say they're a certain race. No, no. Well, Emma and I made note today uh, because we had to take this route we put on the, I put the spare on, and you're not really supposed to go 
the heavy haul, you know, you, you shouldn't be rocking the big distance oh, on the highway. Do you know? do yeah, you know, we wanted to take it safe. So in, in either way, here's the deal. And you and I have been ragging on this for a while now. Uh, taking the side road home slightly longer, maybe not really considering traffic conditions. Uh, you know what I'm saying? There's certain side roads that kind of hug the highway that you're yeah. almost you're almost beating traffic in many ways. For sure. And we were making great time, but every once in a while, because it was, uh, you know, federal, it's like, you know, two-lane rocker, we would get stuck behind a person not going with the rhythm of everybody else and causing oh some clogging. God. And sure enough, yeah, every time we went around, it was a chick on her phone. <laughs> every time. Every single one. A chick on her phone. In, a, in an SUV. Yeah, they're not good drivers to begin with, and then you put that cell phone in their hand, and Jesus Christ. And, dude, they don't, they're not even using the stand that everybody's got, you know, the professional drivers have so they can navigate themselves. Uh, no, Have you ever tried to use it? It's terrible. It is, but at least you look professional. These chicks have it in their hand in front of their face, like, while they're <laughs> driving. They're clear they're not driving. It's insane. Yo, Elon Musk, you're really letting us down here, buddy. We need these... <laughs> We need these robot cars. Come on. What's going on here? So we took the side road. Uh, only a bummer from time to time when we're by, behind the, the ladies on the phones. Um, but we got back. Emma took in the uh, car while I clipped. And I think I've heard, I may have just heard her step in. She may be back already. So success story all around. We got the tire uh, filled in the hole. It was a big fat screw. And uh, I work in this industrial area this is now the second screw in one of my tires in the last four months. Wow. Somebody's setting you up. You think that's what's going on? Am I getting... Is someone coming by and drilling a screw into my tire? No, you're getting Ukraine. They just walk by and throw them behind your tire. Oh, these bastards. They, they've been listening yeah. to the podcast. I see we have a few listeners in the Ukraine and Russia, so... <laughs> you know, we pissed off... We oh, made, no, no, the Russians love us. Yeah, well, no, I'm talking about the Ukrainians who are stuck behind the lines, you know, uh. trapped, trapped <laughs> behind enemy lines. Man, it does not sound good for Ukraine. It, it really sounds like they're completely, they've lost the war already, to be totally honest. Yeah, they lost a long time ago. And you know who knew that? The dumb plumber and his dumb podcast. I said it like three weeks after they went in there. I'm pretty sure it's completely over. I, I, at this point, think we're just sending money to line the pockets of all the, uh, you know, oligarchs there, making sure they don't spill no, the no, beans. We're paying Joe Biden's debt. <laughs> yes, we're paying his debt. <laughs> this is all for Hunter. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Crazy. Well, uh, yeah, man. So uh, we, we can continue down the Ukraine road if you'd like, because... I mean, would you say biggest news story event of the week, year, month? What is this? Wagner Group? They've been annihilated, man. <laughs> this is pretty fucking good. I gotta say, I've been saying since day one, this, uh, what is he, uh, the pierogi guy, uh, Pirgosian, right? I can't say this one, yeah. Uh, I like pierogi. Pierogi. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go with pierogi. <laughs> We're gonna go with pierogi. I'm per sorry, buddy. Pierogi, no, I don't, I don't think he ever existed. I've been saying that since day one on this show. This uh, Perzingis guy, he was never a real <laughs> dude, all right? 
he the he was concocted. He was the Mandarin man. He was just some actor at best, and they needed to kill off the character. So oh, the plane got shot down, and yep, uh, the flight records check out. Uh, Pierzynski was on the flight. Yeah, it's all over. Baby, story <laughs> goes he served in the army. He got kicked out for something, I think, or something. I don't know. But he was like, he started a food cart. He's selling, like, hot dogs or some shit. No, shut know. up, dude. Really? He was a he was a cook? <laughs> this guy started out as a cook? Dude, you're not even going to believe this story. <laughs> I do not believe it. Uh, apparently, while Putin was still, like, not high up at all. He wasn't even high up. He was in the KGB, but not, you know, that high. That's when they met, and they became friends. And then this guy started getting government, like crazy government contracts to cater events. Started this, he ended up having this billion dollar catering business, right? It's crazy he, how I was on the money with the pierogi nickname there. Oh. <laughs> the guy's a cook, are you kidding me? He probably rocked a mean pierogi. Dude, that, nobody pays you a billion dollars for catering parties, dude. They were giving him money to go assassinate people and, <laughs> yeah. and torture the shit out of people in other countries, like old Russia countries. I like the know? idea of this dude, like, torturing a guy in the kitchen, then he's like, hold on, and he turns around and makes a souffle, you know, and, like, uh, you know, prepares it and sends it out, right? Puts a cherry on top. <laughs> or, like, the guy that's torturing you, and then he comes in and shoots him in the head. <laughs> no, no. Great job, torture. Too much salt. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, he like he to sprinkle a little arsenic into the throat of the victim. He just does like the salt bay move. You know, he sprinkles it right off the arm. <laughs> Down the arm. You know, a little salt bay with the cyanide. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the arsenic bay. And now for a little uh, cream friche. <laughs> We call him Arbe for short. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Pergosian, he's a uh, he was a cook slash assassin running a billion dollar catering company. Catering company that wow. He, he then used the money from the catering company to start Wagner Group. That's insane, That's- man! I can't believe that. <laughs> that is so outrageous. That is just so outrageous. <laughs> You would love it. I do. Nobody like, dude. Okay, Russia. Uh, Putin killed him in a in a plane. Okay, I, dude. That's not. Can somebody please talk about like who this man is and the fact that half of our country was cheering for this man to take over Russia like <laughs> three months ago, dude. You got and this man became who he was by literally taking over small shitty countries on the Eastern Bloc. Or I'm sorry, small towns in the Eastern Bloc countries, and just torturing people. Yeah, uh, no, they I... were like they literally went around all of Eastern Europe, killing, murder, like just murdering and raping and pillaging. Wagner Group, yeah. So he was a sensation for about a two or three months there, and I. I'm telling Dude, you. I swear to God, if he was ten years younger and had better hairline, he would have been Zelensky. Wow. He, he was that we were that close to sending him billions of dollars. I swear to fucking God. 
Yeah, Zelensky. You know what the problem was? He wasn't five seven. I know you need the five seven. Did you see Zelensky today? He had a meeting with Elizabeth Warren and Lindsay Lady G Graham and Blumenthal and another fella. (laughs) Yeah, they did a a bipartisan. They went to Ukraine, Kiev, or you know Poland. (laughs) It's really Poland, but you know they claim they're in Kiev. And uh. Yeah, dude, they all did the whole thing, and you got to see the picture, though. It's my favorite part about it. It's Lindsey Graham, Elizabeth Warren, some other Democrat and another Republican I can't remember the names of, and, you know, Zelensky. They are all the exact same height. Everybody there is 5'6". 5'7". <laughs> seven. 7, sorry. Great people. Oh, see? Prigozhin, 5'8". He's, oh. he's a be 5'7". That's the problem. What's Putin? Is Putin 5'7"? Putin's a five seven. Yeah, yeah, all right, of course. Oh, you know Putin's a five seven. Yeah, you could just tell he's got that fire, a five seven fire. A fucking world leader, Frank. You know <laughs> it. Well, uh, if you've been living under a rock and or you're just uh, Rob Reiner and obsessively following whatever's going on in Georgia, then you probably didn't hear the news about uh, um, Pergosian, uh shockingly dying in a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> the Russians, they do not hide how they assassinate their people. I love it. You know, I they poison the guy. They throw him off a balcony. <laughs> they shoot down an entire plane. Now, did you hear what uh, uh, Michael Malice said? I did not, no. Pretty fucking, I, was, I, was, I had to laugh. It was said, uh, could you imagine Putin was standing there at the runway with his assault rifle? Then he sees the plane blow up and out of the woods comes Hillary Clinton. With a, <laughs> with a rocket launcher. <laughs> so good. I imagine Hillary dressed as the Joker and pulling out that gigantic handgun from her pants. <laughs> you know, when he shoots down the Batwing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of gun Hillary uh, travels with. Uh, all right, so let's do it, man. It's a quickie, in it, but it's a goodie, and it gives a little rundown on what uh, took place over the evening time or yesterday, I guess. I don't know how it works with Russia across on the other side of the world or in in this flat earth realm. I don't know how time really exists. So, uh, oh, Yeah, I guess that happened tomorrow. Yeah, according to flat earth theory, <laughs> I think so. So tomorrow, <laughs> Wagner uh, Group shot down. Uh, and it's, So we got... Perjogan, I can't say the guy's name. Thank God he's gone now. Uh, I believe he's been an actor the whole time. He never existed, and this was the media's way of saying goodbye to the character. Officials in Russia say the mercenary... Oh, and I hope you have a glass of water, a tall (laughs) one. And you're going to notice, Amy... This is the first story in today's show from Amy Goodman. And she is extremely parched. It's it's outrageous. (laughs) She almost loses it midway through this one. Officials in Russia say the mercenary leader Yevgeny Prigozhin was among 10 people killed Wednesday when a private jet crashed northwest of Moscow. The crash also reportedly killed Dmitry Utkin, senior mercenary commander who founded the Wagner Group in 2014. Eyewitnesses to the crash reported hearing two bangs before the plane tumbled from the sky, an incident that was apparently captured in a video widely circulated on social media. 
The crash sparked widespread speculation. Prigozhin and other Wagner leaders were assassinated for leading a failed mutiny oh, in June. Oh, it's making my throat dry. Jesus water. 120 miles of Moscow. Adding to the speculation, <laughs> Russian media reported Wednesday the Kremlin has fired senior Russian general Sergei Surovikin as Air Force chief. The general was known as an ally of the Wagner Group, close to Prigozhin, and had not been seen in public since the mutiny. Did you just hear in one minute how much spectacular storyline was laid out about this dude and this war going on in Russia? Whenever there's this much story, it's so fake. It's unbelievably yeah, it's fake, gotta, man. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. There's no way real life is this spectacular. I bet you three months ago, the, the men on the front lines in the Wagner group wanted to go home because they weren't doing anything because we already took over the areas we wanted. And uh, that's probably what started the whole thing. I don't know. I just have had a strong feeling that they made up the whole thing with the Wagner group and the mutiny. And it was just really over the top storyline written by, you know, some of the really crappy writers who are currently on strike in Hollywood. You forgot. You know you forgot. You don't care. Nobody does. Uh, There's plane crashes. Well, yeah, we got That's per- a great assassination, man. That's a great. Yeah, man. It is pretty awesome. I mean, Putin, he knows how to do it with some style, you know? I mean, it's no plutonium on a, uh, on a doorknob. But... <laughs> I know. Yeah. Dude. That's, the plutonium was so awesome. Like I'm not on a doorknob. I, I like, know. Dude, what the fuck, man? That is some James Bond style spy shit, dude. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I don't support you know people dying and you know. No, no, no. listen, know, listen. But like, it's pretty cool listen, from a you know. Nobody story. ever got poisoned by plutonium on a doorknob because they were just singing too loud in church. That's you know? right. Yes. If that happens to you, you're probably an evil man who deserved to get. You know. Yeah, you're meddling in business affairs and things and people that probably have warranted some element of, uh, you know, people trying to assassinate you. <laughs> right? You've probably done something where there's people out there who want to kill you. My grandma's 82. Nobody's ever tried to assassinate her. Uh, <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Hasn't really crossed any lines and made any enemies of that nature, right? Over the years. Even her grandson living in her basement. He's got like three hits on him from the fucking Ukrainians. <laughs> oh, always with these, when the Ukrainians are involved, man, it seems like it's always dirty business. Oh, they're just terrible people. Garbage. garbage. <laughs> That's why the garbage patch kid kind of looks Ukrainian. Fucking garbage. <laughs> Pumpkin heads. Oh, man. So I don't believe... Uh, Pierzynski, uh, Pierogi, whatever this guy's name. I don't think he ever existed. I believe he was an actor, and this was a very yeah, wasn't easy he like way. Chechnyan, dude? I don't think that's a country. They like, added that's, so that's... many levels to this dude, and now you blew my mind with the whole, like, he ran a billion-dollar catering company. He was a culinary <laughs> mastermind. He was also assassinating people on the side. <laughs> but you should have tasted his tartare. It was spectacular. <laughs> Uh, the secret was the human meat. <laughs> oh, man. It's called adrenochrome. You sprinkle a little on all the dishes. Uh, <laughs> gives everyone a heroin-like high when they're eating it. <laughs> That's the best part, too. They're in Eastern Europe. Those little kids are tall. Dude, in, in uh, Russia, like the news in Russia, one of the only places where you can get legit news 
reporting on Hollywood's obsession and the political elite's obsession in our country with adrenochrome and child flesh. Yeah, even Italian news is starting to talk about it. Yeah, they're they're all reporting on this stuff overseas. And over here, we're uh, following in real time the motorcade taking Trump to go get a mugshot. see today it was all day like they were just refreshing on cnn uh you know the next new mugshot of the afternoon giuliani other person you never heard of this dingleberry <laughs> that idiot it's ridiculous it is they have made a complete mockery of our judicial system of everything no of america it's mind-blowing to me what i i saw yeah. unfolding on the news today and by the way our mainstream news so obsessed with Trump that you, I couldn't find. I had to go to NPR to get a clip on the BRICS nations meeting. Oh, nobody wants to talk about. Nobody that. wants to talk about BRICS. Nobody wants to talk about anything going on. We just need to talk about some tropical storm over there, this hurricane in California, and then Trump, 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 and Trump. By the way, there was a uh, you know Republican conv- uh, debate last night and. Oh my God, it took them 50 minutes to talk about Trump. Trump, I know. Dude. Ridiculous, folks. Absolutely ridiculous, man. You want to hear what up first said about Trump? Mike, I am so excited to hear NPR give me the lowdown on on the Trump action today. I think this just summed up everything I heard from left-wing media. Yes. A one-minute clip. It's got everything you're going to love. How did this compare to the counter-programming? Donald Trump not in the debate, but on a video feed on X with Tucker Carlson? Right. Well, it was mostly a string of Trump's greatest hits, kind of airing his grievances for a sympathetic ear. But how much Trump resonated or not may not matter at the end of the day. And I mean that literally because he is expected to be booked in Georgia on charges related to interference in the 2020 election. And that will probably, once again, draw all of the attention back to him. NPR's Sarah McCammon, thanks as always. Thank you. Now, Sarah mentioned it. Donald Trump drops by the Fulton County Jail in Georgia today. (laughs) Yeah, and you can expect a few cameras or more than a few to capture whatever they can as Trump is booked on 13 felony (laughs) counts. The former president, who tried to overturn his 2020 election defeat, has denied wrongdoing in his signature repetitive style. They don't even have a case against me. Not even a case. Everyone says, even the Democrats say, you can't bring these cases. You have no case. There's Trump on X, formerly Twitter. The former (laughs) president is accused of conspiring with 18 co-defendants to subvert the vote in Georgia, where he lost in 2020. And just a note, uh, many Democrats say you can bring this case, in spite of what the former president said there. Sam Greenglass, a member state. (laughs) I love that. Wow. I love it. Love the end there. It's like, just so you know, they say you can. It's so schmarmy and like... Did you hear her talking about it? Oh, yeah, man. They they are state media to the fullest. It's incredible that they tried to deny it when Elon labeled that. Oh, and, you know, and Elon, he runs X, formerly known as Twitter, as everybody likes to say. Everybody says X, formerly known as Twitter. X is the new prince. <laughs> I just think he's like, uh, I don't know, I just love the way she said, uh, 
He's gonna turn himself in to the Fulton County Jail. Like, all right, guys. And they're all running stories about how shitty the Fulton County Jail is. Yes. Like, that's not something to be proud of. That's a, that's, Democrats are running that. Yeah, it's a Democrat-run city. And they're, look they're at like, how you treat like, your It's so shitty. Fifteen men died last year. One died last month. Yeah, but Trump's going like, dude, not, he's not going to prison. I know this reflects only on your city and, and Georgia <laughs> as a state and an institution. How you guys run things? He sounds like a shitty place. That's number one. Number two, this guy <laughs> isn't staying the night in this jail. These idiots, man. Rob Reiner. Can someone check on them? He must have a heart attack by this point. He's been jerking off nonstop for forty-eight hours. <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> and they all are acting like, this is amazing, I can't believe this happened. What do you mean they threw the whole force of the United States government at this one man? Yeah, it should it's really insane. frighten everybody. It's, it's incredible that people don't see the ramifications of this, which is, it's a club. Most of us, like 99.9% .9 of us, are not in this big club. And if any of us in that group ever sneak into the club, they will destroy you. Yeah, you, yes. Not only will they get you out, they will destroy your life. Endlessly until you are dead. That's what they will do. They will stop at nothing to end your career, your life, your family's lives and careers, everything. That has just been the clear signal from the machine, from the industrial complex, from the, you know, the elite. They have made it very clear to the rest of us, if any of you try to pull a Donald Trump in a 2016 on us again, we will end you. <laughs> Dude, uh, you want to know what uh, I heard, though? I forgot who it was. I think it was Pot Save America. You want to know what the, he the new thing is with the, <laughs> with the left? Yes, man. The, the, the new strategy is they're trying to get Dianne Feinstein to step down. Ooh, smart right? move. Yeah, man. So uh, she'll step down, and then Kamala Harris will take her spot. Excuse me? <laughs> her the, <laughs> that way they get her back in the Senate, and then they'll probably put Newsom up for VP. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of Newsom. This is all predicated on the idea that Joe Biden is still alive come the uh, <laughs> you know, third part there of 2024. Um, I... I think they are definitely going to set Gavin up for it. They've been doing it all year. He is just disgusting. <laughs> One of the oh, grossest yeah. human well, beings alive, <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, and Kamala. But dude, I've been... Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. I've been, I've been looking into your theory about the election, and I, about them not having an election, and I got to tell you, man, they're going to do everything they, they blame Trump of doing. I think they're going to lock him up somewhere after the election, but before inauguration. If he, like, especially if he wins. And then they'll just lock him up, and there won't be, that's it. It's like a, you know what I mean? It doesn't they'll just, put, lock they'll just him. keep Joe Biden. <laughs> that's so weird, and that would essentially be the complete takeover of America and the end of democracy. Yeah, it would be exactly what they blamed it. They'll probably do it on January 6th. They'll wow, you're right. Wow, they'll man. They'll refuse to accept the electors that they believe are illegitimate because he's in jail, and then they'll have their own electors. They'll do exactly what they locked him up for, and then he'll be in jail for it, but they will have the White House. 
I was thinking about it today, especially, you know, I did a bunch of reading up on the debate that I did not tune in for because I was obsessively watching Tucker Carlson last night. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, like, I was thinking about how, you know, there seems to be overwhelmingly no support for the Democratic Party at this point on a national scale. It's pretty. Oh, no. I'm I'm telling you, man. It, it seems that there is not a lot of support for this group and, and for the policies they've en- enacted over the last four years. I'm. Oh, I, you gotta hang out in Chicago, man. I well, I'm telling you from my experience here in a very liberal place, Denver, Colorado, and all I hear from everybody is how we have a lot of fucking problems, and it's the Democrats' fault. That's what everybody is saying. And it's shocking to me to hear it from other people, to be totally honest. I, I like, can't believe uh, how quickly the tide has turned around here in a very, again, what is supposed to be a liberal place. All I can think is <clears throat> we're three and a half years in. Dude, we're running on Joe Biden's world. We're, we're running on his policies. We're, you know, the Democrats were all in on the do you guys remember Build Back Better? Everybody forgot about Building Back Better. How did Build Back Better go? It didn't go so well. In fact, <laughs> it turned into black smoke clouds across the country, and uh, everything is crap, and gas is $5. So, Well, the Inflation Reduction Bill is saving the uh, climate. <laughs> that's right, man. That is a creepy bill that is basically designed to end our freedoms. There's no doubt about it, man. <laughs> I'm just seeing around me and here, you know, businesses are failing. It seems Democrat policy is failing. And so I just get a vibe that going into this next election, it's going to take a lot more than 2,000 mules to pull it off. You know what, man? I think the problem is uh, the, the, the politicians in Colorado, the Democrats in Colorado aren't doing the stuff that they're doing in Illinois and Chicago. And that's why. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, we solved one of the greatest problems plaguing the land. And what is one of the greatest problems plaguing the land? I'm glad you asked, because we just spent $20 million that we don't have on solving this problem. A newly signed bill will help in the fight against food deserts in Illinois. <laughs> Governor J.B. Pritzker signed the Illinois Grocery Initiative Pritzker, today. Pritzker, dude. Oh it invests God. $20 million across the state. Most of the funds will go towards grants. It will be used to support existing grocers and encourage new grocery stores to open. Those receiving grants will then be designated high-impact businesses. That opens the door for more tax credits and other incentives. The Illinois Grocery Initiative increases access to healthy foods while spurring economic development in the areas that need it the most. This $20 million investment will help open new grocery stores and food deserts while supporting... I mean, I don't even have to finish the clip. Dude, they did this. They did this. That's how we ended up with the fucking Aldi's and everything that left last year. Dude. You know what I mean? The minute you stop subsidizing them in these areas, they have to leave because of the theft. Comes down to the theft, man. That's what it all comes down to. Everybody is blaming the rampant mob-based criminal, like, uh, organized crime that's going on where these groups of thugs and 30 and 40 people just ransack your stores. How could you make a profit? 
We went to um, Baltimore a couple weeks ago, as everybody knows, and we stayed downtown. Uh, a very enjoyable experience, and the one unique moment that we had where we were starkly reminded of the kind of environment that these inner cities are you know, uh, experiencing, we were in uh, CVS, and we, were, we needed uh, toothpaste, man. Right, the the hotel only gave out these like <laughs> shitty tiny packets of toothpaste. Right, so we needed to get some toothpaste for the weekend and some uh, eye drops. You know, the uh, solution for our contacts. Well, we go into the CVS, the heart of the city there in Baltimore, and all the aisles are lined with the security glass, and they have these yes. little buttons on them. And you push the button, and over the loudspeaker, it says, someone needs assistance in aisle 14. And a lady comes walking over and asks you what you need, and you tell her, and she opens the thing with her keys and and then hands it to you. Yeah. That is what you now need to have in these cities, in these places. That is crazy to me, man, because I live in the suburbs in Denver, where you go into your CVS or your Walgreens, and you need some, you know, contact solution. You walk up. You walk up to the aisle, you grab the contact solution, and then you go and pay for it. No, 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 you don't do that in the inner cities, man. I, I like, really wish these people would just go step outside for a minute from the cities and go see what you're missing, because I think they get so used to it that you don't realize what, what you're living in. Because I see it all the time in Chicago. I'm like, man, you people don't realize how different I live, and I'm eight miles away from here. And dude, food deserts, this is something you've actually enlightened me on. I I had no idea this was a thing, but it makes perfect sense. If you are... uh, Oh, no, this is not a thing, dude. This whole food desert, this was shit I learned in fucking Psych 101 back in 2007. No, no, I think it might have been this weird liberal concept, but I'm believing now, take a look at San Francisco, Chicago, like, I think these places are leaving... You know, these, these organizations, these companies are leaving these cities. And are, at, yeah. now at this point, I can almost actually believe in the so-called food desert in as far as you're not going to get a Whole Foods for a long stretch of time, right, <laughs> if you're in certain parts. Oh, yeah, that's a good know? call. Yeah, there's you, a large chunk. You're not going to see a Whole Foods. You know, you, you'll probably get the gas station grocery stores and uh, what have you. Uh, uh, you go to the Latino neighborhoods, there's always somebody who starts a corner market. Oh, man, you don't even need a corner market in those neighborhoods. Uh, Here, right off of the exit near our house, there's a dude, and I'm going to try and pull over to him uh, tomorrow on my way home. (laughs) He, uh... He's he's on the... the, You know, the the turn when you get off the highway, right? And you do the big loop? He's at the end of that loop with his truck, and he's just got, like, vegetables and fruit sprawled out man it looks it looks awesome i'm gonna i'm gonna check him out on my uh, way home i love those guys those guys you know belmont man i drove down belmont the other day and i just stopped got a, i got a couple mangoes of peaches yeah man, man it's great delicious. no it's always great stuff and, and the like, he's like what do you want i was like i don't know i gave him five dollars <laughs> yeah. he just like filled this bag yeah. with fruit <laughs> i like i was like dude i don't i don't think you know how money works here no man, uh, but f- five dollars you're supposed to give me one peach. No way, dude. That's the beauty of it, and that's the free market right there. That's capitalism, people. 
That's how it works, uh, man. It was the best fruit ever, man. It's good stuff, and I'm I'm a huge. That's why I got back into making sure I travel with a lot of cash. Oh, it's the best, especially now with all the migrants around Chicago, dude. There are. I, I can't remember the last time I actually like went to a restaurant for food. Like, dude, I just eat tamales during the day. Oh wow, like, yeah, man. No way. The, the cart tacos. Yeah. Taco, tacos de cabeza, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know, but it's like this cart these guys push. Fucking amazing. Oh, dude, they're all over Denver at this point. You you're better off going to the food trucks and carts than you are anything downtown, man. It's insanely. Uh... It's an insane ripoff wherever you go now. And everything in Chicago that still exists now after the COVID uh, finesse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, Coming back, folks. Dude, Brace yourselves. It's like, uh, yeah, I'll take a steak burrito. And they're like, okay, well, this is a premium asada. Yes. And, and then you get it. And it's got like corn, rice, guac, pico de... I'm like, dude, just no, no, man. You got it. Lettuce, beans, cheese. Ah, oh, man, it's the problem when white people get involved with food, man. You gotta let the yeah. ethnic stuff be its own thing. We we had we're, a... Put this aioli sauce on it. Go fuck yourself with your little sauces. There's this breakfast yeah. joint down on Pearl Street in Boulder, Colorado. One of the best, I have to say. Em and I always make a point to stop in whenever we're down in Boulder, especially in the morning time, but it's a, it's a brunch joint. And it's also kind of like a bar, so you could just stop in for a drink, say hello, and have a good time. Uh, they have a, an incredible menu. I think they've even been on, like, diners, driving, and dives. You know what I mean? Like, Food Network's uh, stopped in, all that stuff. But uh. they have a Huevos Rancheros that almost enrages me when I read the ingredients. I don't know why this thing exists. It has all the typical huevos rancheros ingredients <laughs> you would ex- expect, except one, broccoli. There is broccoli in these huevos rancheros, and it is just the craziest thing I've ever seen, and I, I, I can't mm. stand seeing it. Yeah, do Mexicans eat... Uh, no. I'm going to try to be racist, but I don't think broccoli is native to Mexico. Or Dude, I spent America. years landscaping <laughs> with the Mexicans and hanging out in the truck and eating the food yeah. that their wives prepared for them. Dude, there was never a broccoli. Not one. Never broccoli. I don't even think they would eat green of anything. It would just be like red sauce and chicken and tortillas, man. You know what? I, I just realized while you're like talking, I don't, I don't think I know what a broccoli is. I think I was thinking of the other thing that you dip in ranch. I, I was thinking of celery. What? <laughs> 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 what, is, what is a broccoli? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah broccoli, broccoli, dude. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, broccoli. Uh, I don't eat that shit. Yeah, but could you imagine seeing that in your huevos rancheros? What is that doing? You're in right, Mexi- dude, because I eat Mexican food like nine times. I go to Mexican restaurants like nine I, times a week. I think Never it's insulting. It's an insulting ingredient to put in huevos rancheros, man. Uh, <laughs> no, that's like a Mediterranean food thing. Dude, no. Yeah, broccoli is what rabbits eat you you put it out for the rabbits so they don't eat the rest of your stuff <laughs> celery is way better i would actually prefer the celery over yeah but broccoli. you know celery broccoli carrots you could put them all in a dish and you dip them in ranch uh, that's that's why the only way i really like my celery <laughs> that's right that's the only way all of americans eat celery if you were to ask like if you were to pull americans on the street like how do you eat your celery everyone would say with ranch oh yeah you're right worst family feud question ever just one answer 
Hundred percent. Ranch. It's always ranch. ranch. Well, you know, they're so fit. There's also some blue cheese lovers out there, so you know, I dig on the blue cheese myself as well. You know, that's like a thing where you acquire it with age. I agree. Yeah, when you you get older, you start to really enjoy the the thick, creamy blue cheese with the chunky blue cheese crumbles. It is uh, a delight and and quite the treat. Not all blue cheeses are uh, created the same. I agree. It's all about that extra blue. It's that mold. It goes a long way. You know, it used to be they give you one and one, and I would always be really pissed. But now it's like, all right, now I actually use both of them. Yeah, man. Oh, I go both, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm a double dipper myself and a huge fan of the blue cheese. But I also, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not going to act snobby with my nose up like I'm some sophisticate and I only eat the blue cheese. No, I get down hard with the ranch, man. I still love the ranch. But, I, you know, it's nice to mix it up whenever I do the wings. And Emma loves her the wings. Uh, we always get the the dual sauce. We ask for some ranch, and hey, can you toss in an extra blue cheese? You gotta. You gotta do it, man. And here's the trick with the wings. In uh, coming... let me ask you though. Let me ask you. Though, don't mean to cut you off. No, yeah. Let me ask you. Which one do you run out of? Which one do you have extra left over? Of the sauce. Yeah. Oh, I pour them both into my beer and just chug it. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> It's murder. It's murder in that toilet. What that is? That's right, dude. Don't hang with me the next morning. Yikes. Uh, no, it's um. Yeah, I think usually we got the blue cheese left over. Yeah, everybody, you're yeah. scraping the bottom of the barrel with the ranch for sure. Mm. That's how yeah. it goes uh, with the wings. But it, with when it comes to wings, we're huge. We both love the flats. And when I was a, a cook, especially in the bars, working the late nights, man, there was nothing more infuriating than having somebody order wings just the flats. Like, What's look, the flats? Oh, it's, it's just the actual wing part. You know, it's not that, like, leg part or, you know, the... Oh, people would order that? Oh, Dude, yeah, We call man. them communists. They belong <laughs> in Ukraine. <laughs> Fucking Nazis. Just the flats. Look... I, too, love the flat because it's less work, it's very easy to pick apart, and uh, you get all the meat, and you, you don't have to kind of uh, struggle with that top section, you know, where it's just, there's a lot of crispification going on, and you're not too sure no, if you're eating It's bone. fucking way more work. Plus, you gotta do the gay little, like, get the meat out from in between. Yeah. You always look gay eating that one. This is true. Yeah, it's, well, it's made for women. See, the the... The, yeah. the other it one even looks like a vagina. The drumstick yeah, is made for the men, so you could put it in your mouth in one go and just suck it off the bone. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I didn't know people do that. I thought people would order just the just the legs. I'd order just the legs. I'm gonna throw her under the bus right now. Emma uh, takes the wing, regardless of you know the drumstick or the the flat and picks it apart with her fingers and dips each picked-off section into the ranch. With her fingers? Oh, yeah. Take that ring back. 
<laughs> I take back my congratulations on that engagement. <laughs> That's a disgusting habit. I make her take the. Well, ring actually, off I guess not. Doesn't... You know what? I'm just I'm really offended by people eating with their fingers because I'm a plumber. Yeah, you know it's funny. Uh, after being a cook for so long, uh, the one thing that grosses me out, actually, or I'm shocked I see people do, is the licking of the fingers as oh, they eat. Yeah. The licking of the fingers is something I don't think I've done in maybe 20 years. Dude, there's a there's somebody in our family who, <laughs> okay, somebody <laughs> in our family, their kid celebrated their fourth birthday. Nice. And while they were while they were cutting the cake, they were licking their fingers in between, and because of that, Nona still to this day, that kid is in their thirties. Nona still will not eat a cake that that lady served. Wow. <laughs> I respect that level of germophobia. I really do. I, I, there's a lot of it's not our immediate. That. It's not our immediate family. It's like a you know one of them. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. One of the others. That's right. Wow. All right. I I I can get down with that, yeah. man. But it's been like thirty something years. You know, she's like, uh, <laughs> I'm always afraid she's gonna lick the finger. When we were younger, uh, my friends and I, we were invited, and I'm talking like fresh out of high school, maybe even still seniors, we had a friend who got engaged. And it was um, a, a really wild situation considering how young all of us were. It must have been just out of high school, but it, it very fresh and young. Uh, in the 18-19 range, it was weird doing the champagne drinking at the uh, engagement party. And uh, either way... Me and the buddies, we didn't, we knew the gal. And so we went to the party to finally meet the fella who uh, uh, asked this uh, lady to be his wife. And he was older and uh, he hadn't really met all of us. So it was a big, it was a big deal and, and, and a wild night. And I distinctly remember uh, my friend and I were standing there and he's talking to us and he, he had been grilling these steaks and everyone was eating tacos. And he was cutting up the tacos, the steaks for the tacos, right? And then dishing them out on, onto the main table in the other room. And so we're in the kitchen, and we finally got a chance to hang with him solo, get to know the guy, learn a little bit about him. And as he's telling us about his life, he's cutting up the steaks for all these tacos that everyone's eating, and he's licking his fingers every, <laughs> every 10 seconds as he's, like, cutting the steak. And we're, like, staring at him with our jaws to the floor. Like, are you, are you doing this? Is this what you've been doing the whole time? This is unbelievable. I'll never get that image of this guy just licking his, he was licking his hand, like, with the grease just pouring down his, his okay. knuckles, You're making out with us, so everybody's gonna make out with you? Everybody here now has to make out with you when they eat this fucking steak? I think he just wanted to be intimate with all her friends, you know, get to know them on <laughs> On a close level. So, yeah, man. Uh, lasting image. And it's funny. Uh, these uh, This couple ended up getting divorced about four or five years later. And uh, he's long gone. And I haven't spoken to her in a long time. However, I distinctly remember the fella with the licking of the fingers. <laughs> I'll never forget that. The image is burned in my head. People don't lick your fingers. No, man. I gotta say that. No, maybe, dude. Everybody maybe it's because I've always had like jobs where I worked with my hands and they've always been too dirty to lick. Yeah, I've, no, like, same, Never dude. licked my fingers. Same here, man. If you're like, if you're a cook or like, we worked in landscaping for years, man. You're always touching gross shit, so you just Ugh. know, like, keep those hands out of your mouth, man. Ugh. 
<laughs> Dude, I've had it where like a girl was trying to be sexy and licked my fingers, and I'm like, Dude, that's grosser than sucking my dick. Oh wow! Could you, could you brush your teeth, please? <laughs> hey, I don't know what you're gonna catch from sucking my finger. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of dicks and what we were just talking about with the ransacking of cities and the loss of uh, stores and businesses, uh, I got a dick story for you, my man. This morning, Dick's Sporting Goods blaming an increasingly serious theft problem at its stores for a 23% drop in its profits. The retailer joining a growing list of companies, including Target, Home Depot, TJ Maxx, and Ulta, recently sounding the alarm on organized retail crime. It's extremely difficult to quantify the degree of the problem because not a lot of information is shared. I.e., he doesn't want to sound racist, so he's just going to be really vague and use a bunch of, you know, data jargon, just, you know, kind of throw off the subject. He just doesn't want to talk about the kind of crime that they're experiencing. You see what I'm saying? It's difficult to explain. It's a little obvious, guys. Mob stealing nearly $100,000 worth of items. Well, where's the the Chicago mayor? She said mobs. Yeah, man. Come on. You got to use the right terminology. These were kids, if I'm not mistaken. It's a group of kids. Misguided kids. (laughs) Having a good time, man. Earlier this month, to big box retailers like Home Depot being hit especially hard and losing billions of dollars. According to the National Retail Federation, it's also becoming more costly, accounting for $94.5 billion. You know the worst part about the Home Depot burglaries is? I don't. They're stealing from Home Depot the battery operated tools in order to use. They're using those to cut into the shit when they the mass mobs in the stores like to cut the uh cables that are holding right oh they got smarter man yeah 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 so that is smart though you you rob the home depot you get the tools you need to efficiently rob the other stores did i tell you about the fucking goddamn drill i bought let's hear about this drill oh dude i was so fucking pissed i'm in a shitty neighborhood all I need is a fucking SDS drill, hammer drill to chisel out some fucking concrete. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Go to the go to the goddamn Home Depot. Everything's behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't. That, it's not even like the plexiglass, dude. This is like reinforced steel. You know, like cold rolled steel is fucking <laughs> yeah. guarded. These guys fucking everything. You know what I mean? And so I go to the guy. It like takes me fucking forever to find the guy. There's nobody working there. Finally find a guy. He he's not even the right guy. He can't open it because he doesn't work that section. Oh, so yeah. only like that section guy has the key for that cage. Well, once I finally get this guy, I tell him what he wants. I go I go like I put my hands out, like give it to me. You know what I mean? I want to look at it. And he goes, No, sir. I have to bring it to the register. Wow. So I go, fine. I'll meet you at the register. I grab my bits and everything. They, like, literally won't let me, like, hold this thing, right? Wow, man. I buy it. I buy everything I need. I throw it in the fucking truck. I'm so pissed because it took me 45 minutes to get this thing, dude. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm so, Even my boss was like, where are you? You know? like yes. Everybody's like, what is going on? You know? And uh, I get there. I'm not joking. I, we open. We look at the box, and they're like, what is wrong with you? It's the wrong one. The guy grabbed the wrong one. Wow. And I tried explaining it to them that, like, I'm like, you know what I mean? I tried telling them the whole story. So this guy who's, like, above me, he goes, returns it, and he's like, man, I can't believe that's what happened. 
<laughs> Dude, he came back like an hour later and everybody's like, what is going on? You know, it's right down the street. And, and he came back more pissed than I was, you know? Dude, this, it was, this is Democrat cities, people. This is what you yeah, get. That's what I mean. And this is all, uh, that's like, who is being punished? I am punished more than the assholes that are stealing from your stores. Yes. You know? Exactly, man. These people get away with it and then sell it online, and we have to suffer with the consequences where we're all treated like we are. Cost, cost my boss like $800 in pay or whatever it was. You know what I mean? Like, just, just because we could, you know? Come yes. on. Unreal, man. It's, it's unbelievable. You guys are punishing the hardworking people. You're making it so much harder for us to just function. Everyone, and even just large companies, anybody, like, you're making it impossible for people to do business in these cities. Yes. And maybe Ray Epps, or not Ray Epps, uh, Mike Epps is right. They're doing it on purpose, and they're driving everyone out and making it terrible to drive down the property value so people can come in and buy it up. It's possible. But, man, this time around, they've really gone for the destruction. Yeah, I mean, they, they destroyed it. It's terrible. It, it's crazy. I, I never thought we'd live in a world where you have to push a button to get somebody to hand you something. And, and, and to me, I thought that was crazy. You couldn't even be handed it to you had to go walk to the counter. And then did I tell you about and then, and then the fucking, you know, all right, this took long. It's going to be a long day. If this is what it took me just to get a drill, I better go grab a Red Bull. They just, they just fucking bolted a goddamn latch onto the Red Bull cooler, <laughs> wow. and it's fucking dead. It's like a, a fucking uh, master lock on there, <laughs> and you gotta go get somebody for that. I'm like, I'm not waiting 15 minutes for a Red oh, Bull. Man. You know, it's rough times in these cities, man. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a half billion dollars. It's a three dollar Red Bull. Dude, go ahead. Well, yeah. Right. Losses right. in 2021 alone with retailers reporting a 26.5% increase in organized retail crime. The vast majority said the violence and aggression associated with it increased in the past year. A lot of the stolen merchandise just ends up um, being resold on third-party marketplace online. Retailers say this type of crime is reaching unprecedented levels, forcing the average family to pay an estimated $500 more each year on goods. And the other impact here is clearly the safety and well-being of the in-store employees who are witnesses to these sometimes violent crimes. Retailers say the most common items stolen are removable, valuable, enjoyable, and disposable items, including things like clothes, beauty products, electronics, eyewear, office supplies, and toys. So everything. They're stealing everything. Yeah, you, know, you, know what the, you know what I heard in that list? Everything except bread. So go fuck yourself, AOC, and every other exactly. fucking politician. Uh, Johnson, the mayor of Chicago, every asshole. Oh, these are poor people. They're stealing for as a means to survive. No. Go fuck yourself. No. Did you see that video of the kids in the store, in the footlocker? And they're literally going through and picking their size and putting in a shopping bag. I did not see this video. Is this oh. Chicago, I can presume, or any major city in America? I don't know where it was, but yeah. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Terrible. Oh, man. Well, that's uh, good stuff. Dicks, I, apparently, you know, they had the massive drop Did in the stock, and they had to come out with a reason, and they're blaming the crime, which probably is the reason. I could only imagine. <laughs> and then they're blaming the... St Did you hear... Uh oh, I gotta play you this clip, dude. Oh, we got plenty of time. Let's throw down. I love it, man. 
This is uh, this is how Chicago is ha handling this, right? You know who they're blaming? The fucking companies. <laughs> Are you ready for this clip? Oh yeah. Clock. The city has filed a lawsuit against automakers Kia and Hyundai, alleging they failed to equip their cars with vital anti-theft technology. The suit filed in the Cook County Court claims while most other car manufacturers made anti-theft technology a standard feature over a decade ago, he and Hyundai did not in cars sold in the U.S. <laughs> the complaint also says the two deceptively assured consumers the vehicle possessed advanced safety features. The city is trying to recoup money spent responding to the thefts, provide restitution to Chicago owners, and to compel the companies to fix security flaws in the affected vehicles. No response yet from Kia or Hyundai. So the city of Chicago is suing Kia and Hyundai. For falsifying <laughs> their advertising and, you know, the description of their security. Uh, dude, I drove a Hyundai in the last year. We, were, we did a little just car shopping around just to see what was out there. And the, the cheapest, you know, were the Hyundais for like 32000 and let me ask you something. Did the doors have locks? Yeah, they had locks, and it was a nice little car, but it wasn't worth thirty-two thousand. You're driving around in a car that's really probably worth twenty thousand. Probably, but it's Joe Biden's. It's Bidenomics. It's Bidenomics, folks. Get used to it. No, but dude, <laughs> my point is, they put locks on the doors, right? That's right. That's all you should need to keep your car safe. The city of Chicago is saying, no, you didn't do enough. To put it in like a high a higher end security system on this car, so a lot of these cars got stolen, and we want you to pay us for the time the cops spent going after these people. It's amazing. That is insane. I also think That's people got duped though with these Hyundai's and the Kias. Have you taken a look at some of the ones that have been released in the last year or two? They are jacked up in price, but they're the cheapest that you can get, and they have made them look. Like a luxury car, but it's totally phony. What do you think of luxury cars? They put the leather seats in there, and the you know throw in a sunroof and the tinted <laughs> windows. I'm talking about what poor people think luxury cars. I mean, the only difference between a Lexus and a Toyota is the symbol. That's <laughs> I I know I've driven in some Lexuses. They're they're not good. <laughs> It's a Toyota with leather. And why fake yeah, Why is Lexus considered such a good car? I've been in some shitty Lexus cars. I don't know. It's just like a Lincoln and a Ford. Yeah, the Lincoln is just a stylized Ford, right? It's a Ford with leather. <laughs> it's a Ford with leather. It's... Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we're talking luxury cars, right? What's a true luxury car? Bentley? You gotta, you gotta spend six figures, yeah. You're talking the Rolls Royce, the Bentleys. The, That's right. For true luxury. True Everything luxury. else is just pig with lipstick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your, you know, your Lexus, your, your uh, Audis, your, I'm sorry, Audi, whatever. Oh, that's, that's funny. Cool. I get corrected on the Audi as well. Audi? Audi? Audi, like a belly button. That's why only fairies drive Audis. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Oh, I've got a big time beef with the Audis out here in Colorado. They're the ones that always drive slow in the left lane. I know, and you got such a fast car. That's what gets me about uh, it. I know dude, it's a fast dude, car, but you're uh, driving slow on purpose. There's only two lanes today, and this lady was slow, and everybody doubted. And you get up there, and who is it? It's not a Prius. It's a lady in the electric Mustang. I'm oh, like, Jesus wow, fucking dude. Christ. It's a $100,000 car, lady. They could go zero to 60. <laughs> Are those- you could go zero to 60, slam on your brakes, go back to zero, then go back to 60 before my van could get to 60. That's right. And you're slowing me down. But you, you know? can only do that for 100,000 miles. I was reading about the Teslas. They burn out at 100,000. Well, yeah, yeah, Frank, it's a great car. You just can't drive it when it's too hot or too cold. Uh, <laughs> That's right. And don't park it in your garage because uh, it could set on fire and explode your house. <laughs> the fires are bad. And, uh, <laughs> That's right. The fire know? doesn't go out, actually. It's what they don't want to tell you. It just keeps burning and burning and burning forever and ever. We just tossed it on the, uh, uh, what's that one? The Ukraine? <laughs> That's right, dude. They, uh, I'm telling you, though, the the Teslas, and I'm willing to bet it's all the electric cars, I think the engines just fry out at some point somewhere there at 100,000 miles. I'm sure they're, they're designed to, yeah. And the batteries don't work. You got to upgrade everything, and then uh, it's just a whole show. It's a rip-off show, man. Well, I think they've been out for 10 years now, right? Yeah, the Teslas? Yeah, man. Yeah, so you're starting to see. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice for everybody who didn't buy one. We can now see what happens as they age and uh, learn the lessons without having to uh, spend the money. I don't know. That truck looks terrible. Not a fan of the truck. You're talking about the Ford, the F-150 electric? No, 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 no. The Cybertruck, the Tesla. Oh, what happened to that? They buried that, man. That never became a thing. It's coming out. Really? They started production. Yeah, there was an article today about how he's, like, really not happy because, like, the way it's, because it's stainless steel and, like, any minor defect just, it, it shows. Right. So, yeah, and it's, <clears throat> it's a weird looking car. It's a major step into the future of looking like we're in the future, which I, that's why I dig the Tesla truck. It is kind of going back to that 80s mentality, huh? Like, in the 80s, they were trying to make things look futuristic. Yeah, I like that. It's nice Uh, to kind of be in that mindset a little bit. Uh, But also, still, I think there's opportunity here for Tesla to do the whole, you know, retro look with the uh, 1950s flair going on there with the fins. That's uh, what I would do. I'd love to have a Tesla that rides like that, man. Honestly, but, you know. It's uh, something that we will maybe see in time, Mike. And speaking of time, my God, I just saw it. Oh, my. We are there. It's true, folks. Fastest hour in the universe, no doubt about it. 